Hi lovelies and welcome to Thursday Talks with Anna. My name is Anna and I am a writer and speaker on self-love, growth and self-empowerment as well as how to build better and healthier relationships with ourselves and the people around us. Here I would share my thoughts, give advice and ask prompting questions that would enlighten, motivate, encourage and challenge you for the week. I believe it's important to hear things from people who have the knowledge and some who have experienced firsthand certain life situations to share their wisdom, let you know you're not alone and to know that there are people here to help. So sit back and let's listen and learn with an open mind. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Thursday Talks with Anna. Hmm. Today's topic, um, as you've seen, is reaching out to people. Today's topic is going to be a little bit complex, just a little bit complex, but this is just to let you know that you should exercise a little patience i always say at the beginning to listen with an open mind but today i want you to particularly listen with an open mind as i try to break down the message that i want to give to you all and also to myself today. So once again, thank you so much for taking out the time to tune into today's episode. I hope you're able to learn something from this. I know I definitely will learn something from this because I know I'm also speaking to myself. In my community, there's something I always like to do and I make it a rule. I tell you, I always ask, how are you? And I tell them, when I ask this, how are you? I'm not about to hear a, oh, I'm fine. I'm good. Like, nah, my, how are you? I always mean my, how are you? I always mean, if I've ever asked you, how are you? Don't take it for granted. Even if it looks like a little, how are you? I'm genuinely asking how you are. I wouldn't even ask you how you are if I don't want to hear how you are. I would not. If I've never asked you, how are you? Just know I probably don't want to hear it at that time. But if I've asked you, don't think I'm asking it shallow, like shallowy. I'm actually deeply asking how you are. So now I want you to take a few moments, pause this audio where it is right now and answer the question, how are you? Maybe somebody hasn't reached out to you to ask you how you are. Maybe you have been afraid to reach out to someone to tell them how you really are. So I want you to take this moment today as you're listening to this right now and ask yourself how am i so i ask you how are you as a coach and advisor the therapist friend today's episode really really resonates deeply with me 
I relate very well to today's episode and it's just interesting knowing that I'm not just speaking to another person who might need to hear this, but I'm also speaking to myself as well. I feel like I've mentioned this in a lot of episodes, how sometimes I already have a topic that I'm going to discuss on a particular day and just something tends to happen that week that you know is related to what I'm about to discuss and today is not an exception it's just always so crazy and I'm like hmm is that a sign or I believe it's a sign to be honest because like why is it that it's topic I fleshed out weeks before that things just have to happen the week I'm to release that topic but I take it as a sign and I take it in good faith and I take it as you know God really trying to open my mind and open my eyes to see certain things so that when I'm discussing certain things with you it's clearer because it's it's something that happens a bit closer to the time that I need to share or something that I get to see closer to the time that I need to share like I say it's not necessarily something that happens with me or to me it's just something that just happens and it's like hmm this is information that needs to be shared so today a lot of the things i'm going to be talking about are going to be from references or quotes from a book that i'm currently reading it's called how to be an adult in relationships and it's by david rico i don't know if i'm pronouncing it well but it's r-i-c-h-o how to be an adult in relationships this book is a great book really a really really great book i would recommend it i haven't gone too far in it but i'm already really enjoying it and i would still recommend it and this is what i'm currently reading and again i'm reading it for myself and for the knowledge but i'm noticing that there are certain things that i would want to share that i get some reference from this book so i'm going to share those things with you and talk a little bit deeply on those things i'm hoping that today's episode is not too long i'm hoping that it's a bit more organized because sometimes i might flesh out a script but i just end up speaking as to be honest the spirit leads so i want to again ask that you all should exercise patience with me as i try to unravel what today's message is really really meant to be so reaching out to people in the book um it talks about something called the five a's and these five a's are in general terms what a human being needs to feel fulfilled within a relationship and with the absence of these five a's a relationship whatever kind of relationship might not feel whole and you as an individual wouldn't feel as content within that relationship if these five a's are absent 
what are these five A's? We have attention, acceptance, appreciation, affection, and allowing. But today, I want to focus solely on attention because I'm talking about reaching out to people. And in today's topic, attention is the one, is one of the five A's that would really speak to what I'm trying to relate to you all. Attention. When you pay attention to someone, you know, attention is not just about listening. It's not just about seeing. It's the conscious effort of performing the activity of active listening, active hearing, and active feedbacks. So to be attentive to something, you have to consciously be present. It's not just about you being there or listening with you know your ears it's about being able to take in the words or the actions or the words and the actions that are not visibly present and allowing yourself to understand and then give feedbacks based on what you have understood that is simply the cycle of attention and attentiveness goes both ways to be attentive you also have to know or realize that the other person whatever they are saying or doing, whatever they are not saying or doing is still a message that is related to you and they are also trying to see if it's something that you get. So as much as they are giving and you might feel like the person that is listening, they also have to listen to know if truly you're getting what they are saying. So attentiveness goes both ways as people one thing that forms how we act what we do the way we think is our childhood experiences and so the way you experienced things as a child plays a role in how you are going to either experience things as an adult or how you're going to view things even if you're not experiencing it the way you did as a child. Remember at the beginning I said there are five things, five components of a loving, fulfilling relationship and attention is one of them. Whether we like it or not, whether we want it or not, as children, it is our natural instinct to want to 
present ourselves to people in a way that we get feedbacks from them. And one of those feedback is attention. If a child, for whatever reason, be it hunger, be it pain, be it, they just want attention really, cries to a mother, a loving, attentive mother would pay attention to that cry and run to that child and find out why the child is crying. With time, this child would realize that this is the pattern that I probably would have to take to get such attention from my mother. So even when certain things might not need that reaction, that crying action, As long as they know that if I do cry, my mother would come running to me. They would cry for whatever situation they are crying for just to get the attention of the mother. And notice, when they don't get the attention of the mother, what happens? It's either they cry more, they cry harder, they cry longer cry to the point that the mother wouldn't stand to ignore the child and would have to meet the child or they don't cry any longer because they have probably seen that no matter how much they cry the mother wouldn't come running to them this scenario also plays out in our adult relationships if we are to do something and that action we would like to get a reaction from whoever and we don't get that reaction we do either one of two things either increase that action to the point that it makes the person we want that reaction from uncomfortable that they turn to us they give us that attention or we totally stop engaging in that action and ignore that that action can potentially lead to someone paying us attention. We are emotion-based beings, meaning that many things that we do are based on our emotions, whether we like it or not. There are certain people that have been able to get to a point where they take out emotions from certain things. So when they act, they act from a place mainly based on cognitive abilities and rather than feelings, emotions. But I always try to tell people that our goal is not to separate the two. Yes, there might be times where we have to use our head to do certain things and take away emotion so that it doesn't cloud judgments and we don't do certain actions. And there are times also we have to take away, you know, thoughts, processes and logical reasons and allow ourselves to act or do things, say things based on really how we're feeling. But it is not that both of them should not and cannot coexist together. We should be able to get to a point where our feelings are valid and our feelings are what would allow us use our cognitive abilities to act, to say what we want to say, to 
feel what we want to feel to do what we want to do there are some people that were neglected as children either they didn't have the adult figure to be present with them to give them one of the five a's needed for a healthy fulfilling relationship which is attention or that they had the physical adult figure but that adult figure wasn't able to be present the way a child would need to feel fulfilled content and happy within a relationship so meaning they lacked attention so when such people grow up and even when some people who had you know adult figures that showed them certain level of attention but basically people who didn't have that attention when they grow up they struggle to reach out to people who can give them this attention in a way that they lacked and so they rely solely on themselves and the attention that they gave themselves when they were younger there are also different category of people who fall into this quote-unquote negligence group but these people not necessarily negligence and i am inside this category and this is being a listener so that's being a coach being an advisor and also being a therapist friend you know the therapist friend meaning that person that people always come to for questions and advice and that's me being that person being put in the position of always having to listen can make us fall into the trap that our sole purpose or reason of being our reason of being in certain types of relationship with certain type of people is for us to offer help to people without realizing that that help can also be given back to us remember that i said attentiveness goes both ways sometimes we can fall into the trap of allowing ourselves to be a listener without realizing that as a listener we deserve to be listened to if you've been in the position of always being the one that people come to always been the one that people reach out to you can be tempted to fall into the thoughts that that is the only way things should be and that is how whatever relationship you have with whatever person is yes there are people that actually take and take and take without giving that's why it's also important to be conscious about what kind of relationship you find yourself inside are you in a relationship where in as much as you're you're taking from people you can also allow yourself give inside that relationship you're comfortable enough to give within that relationship and not just be the person that takes if you feel like you're always taking having to take from people having to hear people having to be the one to listen to people it will be very hard for you to believe that there are people that can show up for you when you go to them that is why it's very important to do the works of being able to identify 
what needs you lacked in your childhood relationship and see what ways you can help yourself get those needs as you are as an adult. Because you have to get to the point where you believe that even if you didn't have, you know, present people, even if you were neglected when you were younger, there are people currently in your adult relationships that can show up for you when you go to them. People that are receptive when you go to them. In the book, it talks about this thing called attunement. And it says that attunement is mirrored attentiveness from one person to another. Meaning that as you give, you take. And as you take, you give. It is basically authentic attention. Being able to notice and hear words, feelings, and experience outside of you. And also being able to do that and see beyond who this person is with compassion. And for you to do that, you have to do that outside of what you already know of this person. Allowing yourself to be attentive is allowing yourself to let go of the beliefs you have of this person or this situation while you listen to them. And when you allow yourself to let go of the thoughts and the beliefs you have of this person, you're also allowing this person to see through you, to listen to you while you listen to them. Because at this point, there is no judgment. It's a judgment-free zone of attentiveness going both ways. Attunement. So, faulty attunements can make us feel scared and lonely. And by faulty attunement, I mean not having the ability to give and take. Not understanding that you can show up for people and believe that people also can show up for you. And so when you can't believe or when you don't believe that people can show up for you, you will feel lonely. You will feel scared to open yourself up, to show up yourself to people. It will feel hard. It says that to love is to become loving. Meaning that to give love to someone, you as a human being should be able to, one, give love to yourself and two, be receptive to love. To become loving is to be filled with love. And how do you be filled with love is if you give that love to yourself and also allow other people to give that love to you. Only then can you truly love. Only then can you truly love another person. 
give love. To get things from people, you have to give. So, you the person that is struggling to believe that you can allow people show up for, for you. Remember that to get that attention, to get that love, you actually have to be able to give. So, don't think that it's enough to just take. Don't think that it's enough to just give. Both parties should be able to give and take. But this doesn't mean that life or relationships should be transactional. I know it does sound transactional. Unconsciously, it is in a way transactional. But it's in a way knowing that it's a two-way street and you're not giving or taking from the point of wanting to receive. You're giving because you want to give and you're taking because you want to receive knowing that both giving and taking makes you feel whole not that you're giving because you just want to take something from someone or you're taking because you know you can't give something no in that way it's transactional what doesn't make it transactional is your reason or your, yeah your reason for giving and taking knowing that this is what is needed to feel whole Sometimes I I struggle to reach out to people and sometimes I'll ask myself, why why don't I have people that listen to me? Why why I can count the number of people that I feel like I can go to. But then I had to ask myself, why why do I have to wait for someone to come to me to ask me how I how I am when I can go and meet someone and tell them how I really am? If I believe that I can exist and have the ability to listen to people open-heartedly, I also believe that there are people in my life that care about me, that love me, that can also listen to me in the same way. We should feel encouraged to look for what we want meet people and tell them what we want how we're feeling rather than wait for them to come to us and ask us what we want or how we're feeling i want you to take out the notion that you have to wait for people to come to you and that if people don't come to you it means they don't care or it means that they cannot be there for you or they cannot listen to you in the way you want there are people out there that love you to the point that they believe that your feelings have such high value that they are on the lookout for them they believe that because you have actually been the strong person, the therapist friend, the one that's always listening, the one that's always there, they want to be there for you. They want to be there to also take what you always give. So you have to be willing to give as much as you take. Attentiveness goes both ways. Believing that people can show up for us when we go to them. There's a quote 
um from this book remember i said i'll be referencing a lot from this book and there's something i saw that really 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 stood out to me and i was like wow it said the real you is an abundant potential not a list of traits and intimacy can only happen when you are always expanding in others hearts not pigeonholed in their minds i'm going to read that again so that you get it and understand what it's trying to say the real you is an abundant potential not a list of traits and intimacy can only happen when you are always expanding in others hearts not pigeonholed in their minds what this means is to develop a relationship with someone and use the word actually intimacy it's not just relationship an intimate relationship a relationship where you feel comfortable you have to realize that you are not someone that has certain character traits you're not someone that is labeled as something to these people but you have an abundant potential there is more to you meaning you're limitless meaning you're always unfolding and so to develop that intimacy with whoever you have to allow yourself to expand in their hearts and how do you allow yourself to expand your heart in their hearts by opening up yourself for them to truly see you outside of the character traits that you might think they only see about you and to allow yourself to not fall into the trap of putting just one mindset about you in their minds to not pigeonhole you in their minds and the only way you can allow this person see who you really are and to allow this person truly understand because the truth is you are an abundant potential you are not just what you give you're not just what you take from people there are more to you how do you if you really think there are more to you how do you expect other people to see that more to you if you are not giving them more than what you give them you cannot blame people for not being present when you're not reaching out to people it is also your job to reach out to people even when they don't come to you to talk about how you feel how you're doing what you want to say anything that just comes to your mind let them understand you for who you really are it can be scary especially if this is not something that has happened to you especially maybe in the past you have done this and maybe people have ignored you that is why it's important to pay attention to people you put around you and allow yourself to form relationships with people that are trustworthy that you feel comfortable with that you don't feel like you're doing a disservice to yourself when you're being honest Your feelings have such high value to those who love you that they are on the lookout for them. Another thing is to be ready to receive honest feedbacks when you go to people. Sometimes we're also afraid to reach out to people because maybe we fear that whatever they're going to tell us, we don't want to hear it. Well, you have to hear it. Because if someone comes to you, you would be honest with them. 
you might be honest with yourself but you might also be holding some truths from yourself because you also don't want to hear it so go to people and be ready to receive honest feedbacks that is also how you practice attunement so at the beginning i asked how are you and i asked you to take a moment to really ask yourself how you are now i want to ask you again how are you and i want you to think of one person who you can meet and actually tell them how you are today how you really really are today and as you're telling them i want you to believe that they can show up for you the way you would show up for them if they did the same do not be afraid to reach out to people you can reach out to people remember that there are people who are on the lookout for your real feelings they're on the lookout for how you really are your abundant potential and they want to show up for you so reach out to people and allow them be there for you so today let me be the one to reach out to you and ask you how are you this session has come to an end Thank you so much for listening. I hope you were able to learn something from today's talk. For more writings and talks on self-love, growth, and self-empowerment, as well as building healthy relationships, you can follow me on Instagram at thoughtsandwords underscore by Anna. If you enjoyed this session or anything from my page, don't forget to like, drop a comment, and share. That would mean a lot and you never know who needs to hear these and who you're helping. Also, new episodes come out every Thursday, so watch out for the next. Thank you once again and goodbye.